to Dear Lash Artists. I'm your host, Mitzi Hernandez. I went from an overworked, underpaid lash tech to a thriving lash artist with a six-figure lash business without a degree while working a full-time job as a single mommy and living a life I didn't even think was possible. Now I teach struggling and frustrated lash techs how to build a stress-free lash business with consistent clients using mindset and marketing strategies so that they too can live the life of their dreams. Okay, let's get started. Inside of my program, I teach girls how to market themselves online and offline. But the thing that I have encountered from the girls that I've mentored is that they struggle with being seen. And now, most of the girls that I mentor wouldn't say that, right? They wouldn't, if you asked them, like, do you struggle with being seen? They wouldn't say, oh, yeah, of course they do. Because a lot of us don't even know what that means. So before I even get to the point I'm trying to make about marketing in business, let's talk about what does it mean to be seen? To be seen, it could be literally meaning someone is looking at you. So like if you're on Instagram, obviously you're being seen, but it can also mean just being acknowledged, being acknowledged that you exist. If you have a healthy relationship with being seen, then it makes you feel alive. It validates you as a human. It validates that you're alive. It gives you energy it motivates you. It just essentially acknowledges that you're a human on this earth and you're important, okay? So that's what it means to be seen. I was born in Mexico and I lived there for four years and then I was raised with very Mexican parents. And what I mean by that is my parents raised me with values of Mexican people from Mexico, right? Because they were born and raised there. So I wasn't necessarily given the freedom or the belief system or the privileges or whatever of American children. I just wasn't. Just because you were raised in America doesn't mean you were raised American. And in my very Mexican family, children were to be seen but not heard and when you were seen you were supposed to be the idea of what they wanted you to be if that makes sense so the whole premise of being seen and not heard you weren't allowed to be a kid if you were seen in a room you were sitting down you were quiet if you entered a room you were seen but immediately judged I remember my mom telling my dad stories of being at her friend's house. Their kids would come into the room. My mom would physically acknowledge them, meaning see them, make eye contact with them or look their way. In our culture, you as the person entering the room or as the younger person in the room are supposed to show respect by acknowledging everyone in the room. Buenas tardes, buenas noches, buenos días, como esta, whatever it is that you're going to say, you have to acknowledge the people. And I remember my mom, you know, talking shit about kids that would enter the room and would maybe smile, maybe throw their hand up, maybe say, hey, but not quote unquote correctly. So 
in our community, children are to be seen the way that the adults want you to be seen. Most Mexican parents are pretty strict. That means that if you make a mistake, oh, you're definitely seen in that situation because the mistake is highlighted, right? You, you're pouring yourself some juice and you spill the whole fucking glass of juice in the kitchen. Oh my God. Oh, you're gonna be seen for sure. You're going to be almost berated. Like, ¿qué estás haciendo? Ay, que mensa, que bruta. Limpialo, apúrate, right? Like, you're very much highlighted. So I say all this to say that being seen in a healthy environment means that you're validated simply for existing because all of us exist for a reason. Whatever it is you believe in, you believe in God, the universe, even if you don't believe in anything, we exist for a reason that is beyond what human brains can explain or understand. When you're seen in a healthy way, you're validated for being alive. You're important, right? Because you're important to someone. You may not be important to everyone on this planet, but you're definitely important to someone. In the Latinx community, your parents only saw you if you met the very specific criteria that they had for you. They only saw you either because you were the perfect little angel that they wanted you to be. You didn't embarrass them in front of their friends or their boss or in public at the grocery store then they saw you then or they only saw you when you made mistakes so you correlate being seen with either being criticized and being chastised and being berated and talked about or you associate it with having to be perfect. So now that we have that out of the way, I want to talk about the struggles that my clients inside of my mentorship have when I tell them something so simple as you have to network and you have to show up on Instagram or whatever platform you want to use. I don't recommend TikTok and I'll make a whole thing about that. I'll make a whole episode about that if you're not familiar as to why TikTok is not the best platform to market lashes. But you have to show up online in order for people to know about you, right? And my clients just have such a hard time with that. I've heard literally every excuse in the book for why they either don't want to network or they don't want to show up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever platform it is that they want to do or they are choosing to do. One of my clients said, I don't want to post online because growing up, my mother would get angry at me and would say, your business needs to stay with you. The internet doesn't have to know. That's the words that my client was saying to me. But what she was really saying is, I was told I couldn't be seen. I was told that being seen is me going against my own family. That's really what she internalized. So she didn't want to post on Instagram. And you having a business is not your personal business. It's just not. It's just not when you open up shop and start selling to someone, regardless of who you're selling to, it is now public business because you're asking the public to buy from you. So if you correlate, oh, I I don't want to post because my mother said I can't post personal business and you think that your business is personal, there's there already is a belief there that we're going to have to get through. I'm not going to go into more detail about this specific client. 
But I did want to use this example to show and drive home the point that in the Latinx community, we believe that in order for us to be seen, we have to be perfect or we're going to be criticized. And guess what? You are. How many people do you think listen to my podcast and talk shit about me? Many. Well, let me take that back because that's me speaking from an egoic point because maybe not many people listen to it. But let's say 10 people listen to my podcast. Out of 10, I guarantee you a minimum of five have some issue with me. And I don't mean like personally, but I'm sure they've criticized things. I'm sure there are people that don't enjoy how much I curse. Let's look at Bad Bunny, right? What is bad? What is that one bad bunny lyric? Let me go find it. Okay, I found it. The lyric says, and this is from the song Estamos Bien. And the lyrics, to give you some background, says, En la cuenta un par de ceros. Of course, he's talking about how much money he has in the bank. Y empezamos desde cero. Y eso que soy un grosero. There are people who don't like bad bunny. My cousin, for some fucking odd reason, hates him. And every chance he can... He criticizes and picks them apart. But does that stop Bad Bunny from making tons of money, from selling out arenas, from being who he is, from living the life he wants to live? Fuck no. So are people going to criticize you? Yes. Are you put on a bigger plane when you're on Instagram for people to criticize you? Yes. So I'm not I'm not on this podcast sitting here telling you that people aren't going to criticize you. People criticize me all the time, I'm sure. I'm very much sure of that. But does that stop me? Did that stop people from coming in and getting their lashes done? No. People criticizing me, does that make people stop coming to me now to get their lashes done? No. No. Because the people that want to criticize you will because they're fucking miserable. And if you're someone who is constantly criticizing someone, look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. You are this way because you're miserable with yourself. And I don't say this in a condescending way. For a long time, I was very critical of everyone and everything in this world. I thought I knew better. I thought I had life figured out. I thought I was the only smart person around me. And I would criticize and judge and do just so many crazy things. But in reality was that I didn't accept myself. I didn't feel good with myself. But now we're spiraling somewhere else. So let's get back to the original topic that I'm trying to talk about. In my mentorship, I teach girls how to market themselves online and I teach girls how to network in person. But if you have the fear of being seen, it's going to be very difficult. It's not impossible, but it makes it very difficult right? And and these are simple things. Like I said, I don't teach any revolutionary shit. There's nothing in my program that you haven't heard before. But the way that I teach it and the specific points that I hit with Latina Lash artists is completely different. Because what a white girl will tell you about posting on Instagram, for her, it's very straightforward, right? Oh, of course, I'm just going to get on and start posting. Why not? But do you know why? Do you know why it's very straightforward for this white girl to open up her phone, start taking a video of her dancing, upload that shit to TikTok or Instagram, go viral? Because she's white. We live in a country that upholds white supremacy. We live in a country where being white equates beauty how many times have white girls gone viral on tiktok 
Charlie D'Amelio, I don't know personally shit about the girl, but I know she makes thousands, millions of dollars off of TikTok. And she, to me, is just a very simple white girl who dances. But why did she go viral while there's many other people who do the exact same thing she does and do not make that money? May not even make any money. We live in a society where if you look white if you're white passing if you have white features you are the standard of beauty you just are and I don't agree with that of course I'm not saying that that's okay but what I'm saying is there are layers upon layers as to why you do not get on Instagram do not feel okay being on Instagram so there's that portion from your childhood where you either had to be perfect or you were gonna be criticized and humiliated and put on a spotlight to show, oh my gosh, you have flaws and you make mistakes. So yeah, there's that part of why you're so afraid to post on Instagram. But the other part is that we live in a country that upholds white supremacy, point blank fucking period. But just because that's what's been set as a beauty standard does not mean that if you're listening to this, y tú eres morena, get on Instagram. There is a lash artist, a little girl, an older woman who needs you on there. Not just for the sole purpose of you selling them lashes. Of course, that's the, the, the whole premise. This is what it's about. But also just for representation. To inspire someone to be like, si ella puede, yo también, right? Like this is this is honestly why I'm doing it. I want every Latina lash artist, whether they look like me or not, to be like, si ella puede, yo puedo. I've said it once and I'll say it again. I am not special. I sometimes struggle with my self-esteem. I struggle with body dysmorphia. But I get up and I record myself and I put my best foot forward on Instagram or even sometimes not my best foot. But I definitely get on Instagram and I'm vulnerable and honest because I am very, very passionate about getting Latina lash artists to the same level, if not better, that white lash artists have in this lash industry there are white girls in this industry who are mediocre lash artists and they are charging an arm and a leg they have multiple streams of income they are they're gonna be millionaires by the time they fucking die but we as latinas don't have that why yes we can talk about white supremacy a hundred percent I'm not going to neglect the fact that we live in a country that upholds white supremacy, that our white counterparts have more access to business funding, have more access to loans, knowledge, all that. I'm not going to sit here and say that that's not the case. But at the root of it, it's our mindset. It's the way we move. It's the way we were raised. Is the way that our parents have impacted us. It's generational beliefs, thoughts, and trauma that's had, that has kept us stuck, frozen, and poor. Back to what I was saying. Inside my program, I don't teach anything revolutionary, but I speak specifically to the trauma, to the beliefs, to the thoughts that we as Latina lash artists have. That a white lash artist could never touch on because she has never experienced that because she is the example of white supremacy beauty she has the privilege of walking 
in the world without fears that we as Latinas have that she's not even aware of. Because again, she lives in a country that upholds white supremacy. And when you are anything except white in this country, you're going to pick up certain beliefs. You're going to pick up certain fears. I work with the girls that I mentor through those fears, through those thoughts, through those beliefs. And we work through them together because it's scary. It's scary to think a new way. It's scary to post your first reel on Instagram with your face on it, not your clients. I know all of this is scary, but once my girls are in the mentorship and we're breaking down all this stuff, they are able to post. Did my girls know that they had to post on Instagram before they joined my mentorship? Of course, but they didn't know why they weren't posting. They just probably thought all the thoughts that go through your head. I don't know what to post. I don't want to post. I don't have time to post. What if this is ugly? Oh no, those lashes aren't good. I don't know how to edit pictures. I don't know how to take pictures. All the excuses. When in reality, the reason you and many other Latina lash artists are not posting is because you were taught that being seen is scary and you can only be seen if you're perfect. And in this country, if you are not the example of what white supremacy thinks is beauty, then you're not even worth looking at. That is what the algorithms are telling us. That is what companies are telling us. Up until recently, look at the commercials, look at the billboards, look at all that. What was it? Did you see yourself in that? Let's talk about the fact that that indigenous Mexican woman made the cover of Vogue. Let me go find her name. Okay, so I'm probably going to butcher her name, but it's Yalitza Aparicio. I believe that's her name. She made Vogue. This was back in like 2016 for the movie Roma. She's indigenous, es morena, es mexicana. And people just, our own people, just talk so much shit about her. Call her una india, porque ella. Just just completely try to break her down. So even though we live in a country that upholds white supremacy and upholds white beauty, it's not just white people upholding that. Our own communities are upholding that. So of course, if you don't look like what media is telling you you should look like, your own community, your own family, your own friends, you're not going to want to be seen on the internet. You're not going to have the self-esteem to get up there and be yourself. Of course, that is natural and makes complete sense. So don't be so hard on yourself as to why you don't post, but also analyze why don't I post and try to figure out ways that you can overcome those thoughts, those beliefs, everything that has been set against you. Shed those beliefs that are no longer serving you. Find new ways to rewire your brain because this goes beyond just getting booked. Like I said, of course, the main reason we're doing this is so that we can have lash clients, so that we can make a good living, so we can take care of our family, so we can take care of ourselves, so we can create generational wealth. But past that, you posting will inspire another Latina lash artist to do it. You being successful will inspire another Latina to do it. And that is what I am passionate about. I am passionate about getting Latina lash artists to the next level so that we can have the same recognition and the same income girls in the lash industry are doing. They're one year in the industry. And within that one year, they're making six figures. We can do it too. 
We are no different. We have amazing skill set, amazing culture, amazing things to bring to the industry. You deserve to be seen. You are worthy of being seen. Your business deserves to be seen. You deserve to show your business off to the world because you are an amazing lash artist that someone is just hoping to run across on Instagram so that they can get the lashes that they've always wanted. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to this episode all the way to the end. Thank you so much for your time. If you're a lash artist that is struggling and suffering in your journey, come work with me inside of my mentorship program. You can get more information by visiting bellylashes.com training. If you're looking for more aha moments, come follow me on Instagram at belly period lashes. That's B-E-L-I period lashes. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow this podcast, review and rate.